Joe Biden wins in Georgia. Shocking in and of itself that a Democrat wins in Georgia. Asif Warnock win in Georgia. Yes, give me, I'll give you $2,000 if you put me in office. And they put those Democrats in office and they won for the first time in my lifetime that I'm aware of in a runoff. So what do you do if you're the Republican Party? You just lost Georgia of all places. Georgia, you can't even depend on Georgia. Do you go and you change your policies, something that you do in a representative government where you no longer represent the people in your particular district? Do you go and do the hard work of changing to make sure that you represent them? No, no. You figure out the problem. The problem is that there are too many black people voting in Georgia. And those people are putting people in office that we don't particularly like. And I'm being hyperbolic here. The issue is more on the political part. But still, for all intents and purposes, the effects of some of the new laws that they just passed in Georgia, some of the most restrictive in the country, uh, are taking place. And I would make the argument that they are doing that as a reaction to Asif, Warnock, and Biden barely with the skin of their teeth winning the state. To have a conversation about the new voting laws that they're passing in Georgia, we're joined by Greg Palace, best-selling author and journalist known for his investigative reporting for the BBC, The Guardian, The Rolling Stones. He's also bestsellers include The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us on such short notice. Uh, glad to be back. Absolutely. Um, so Georgia passes restrictive voting laws. Now, What's interesting about the way they've done this is that um, they Kemp has basically argued, look, there was no cheating in Georgia. However, a lot of people believe it. And Donald Trump said it. And we need to make sure that people know that our elections are safe. And so we need to pass these voting laws. That's basically how he sold these laws. But just so we're clear, can you tell us about what these laws do? Are these laws really entire uh, to make people safe? I mean... They get to the point of saying you can't even give people water. It's a criminal offense to give people water. Um, what are the laws that these guys are passing? And are these laws really passed to make people safe? Or are these laws passed to assist Republicans in staying in office? Let's start with this. The only, the only uh, person who's safe is Jim Crow under these new laws. Look, the state of Georgia um, has been a blue state for the eight years I've been covering Georgia for Rolling Stone, Al Jazeera, and uh, and the Guardian um, eight years ago, Martin Luther King III said this is a blue state. So it's not a shock to me that it went blue. I, I in fact, in eight years ago, I put Stacey Abrams and uh, Reverend Warnock, now Senator Warnock, on national TV for the first time. They're saying, look, this is by the way, Georgia, as of this year, if the census numbers come out, honestly, is now a minority majority state. White people are in the minority. It's not surprising that it went Democratic. It's a very simple. Uh, the issue is simple. Will you let people vote? And in Georgia, they do everything to stop it. And this didn't just begin with this uh, so-called, uh, um, you know, this new restrictive, what Joe Biden calls the new Jim Crow uh, law of uh, correctly of Georgia. Um, and so he, let me give you let me enumerate a few things. I'm the reporter that broke the fact that you. That's a felony crime in Georgia. By the way, it already was. They just strengthened it. A felony crime in Georgia to hand someone pizza or a bottle of water. Because uh, I, I mentioned pizza, and I started with that. That's been picked up because I saw this crime committed. If you go to gregpalace.com, you can see a little film of me in Cobb County where you have the um, 
the criminal Papa John's pizza pushing gang handing out calzones. That's pocket pizzas for those of you in South Dakota. Um, and and uh, pocket pizzas and bottles of water. And I asked him, are you bribing voters? You know, this is a felony crime. You can go to jail for a minimum of one year in Georgia for handing someone a calzone while they're standing in line or water. Now, that's the beginning. But you have to understand why there are three and four and six and eight and 12 hour lines in Georgia in African-American areas, Hispanic and in Asian-American neighborhoods. They're the new group under attack. So, for example, in Cobb County, where I took this film of Papa John's uh, trying to feed, feed the starving citizens illegally, um, Cobb County had 11 early voting stations. That's it for half a million people in a big county that includes a hunk of Atlanta. But when Biden won Cobb County, and understand this is Newt Gingrich's district, this is right-wing Republican turf, yet Biden won with the massive number of new non-white voters. So they closed six of the 11 early voting stations, all six in the African-American neighborhoods, requiring black folk to drive as far as 20 miles. We met some people who, who showed up at their polling station and had to drive 20 miles to the white polling station. So, of course, now the lines are massive. Now, they're going to make this worse. In Georgia, like in most places, most people mailed in their ballots because of the virus. But uh, we're moving, America's been moving to majority mail-in ballots already. We already were 30% before the virus. So uh, a lot of states, including Georgia, and especially in Fulton County in the Atlanta area, uh, they put out drop boxes because no one can or should trust the post office to get your ballot in on time. I had one gentleman who, who mailed in his ballot 10 days early and it was still marked late. So they have drop boxes, which, which are picked up every night by the uh, elections board. What they've done now is say you have they've eliminated two thirds of the drop boxes under this new law. They've also said you can't drop off your ballot in the drop box, you know, at any time. It can only be during business hours. The whole point of a drop box so people can do it after work. And by the way, it's not like it's insecure. There are video cameras on these boxes. They're highly secure. And there's not no one has said that a single vote in a drop box was illegal. Not a single vote yet they're removing these drop boxes. So once again, you're going to have massive lines. They're cutting out, while they didn't cut out all souls to the polls days, they restricted the hours of uh, weekend voting in Georgia. And of course, that's when most African-Americans and Hispanics vote on what's generally called souls to the polls days, because people have to don't have cars, especially older people. So they go in the church van after church. They have to stop that. So they stop that. Again, that brings lines longer. There are many other things which I am about to write about. If you go to gregpalace.com, watch that spot because um, I'll be putting out a new story on new hidden horrors besides no pizza, making pizza a felony. Um, two other things that I noticed. By the way, the bill is 95 pages long. I haven't gotten through it all. Every page is a new horror show. Um, I mean, it looks like Stephen King wrote it. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's, like it's, it's, it's horrifying. So terrifying. Uh, but one of the things is that any voter, are you ready for this? Any voter in Georgia can challenge any other voter's right to vote in Georgia. Literally. Wow. So wow. I don't that. Oh, that guy with the kind of, um, you know, dark skin. He shouldn't vote. And it says that you can that there is no limit to the number of people you can challenge. Now, why is this important? This ain't theoretical. Last year in the in the general election and in the run and this year in the runoff 
in Georgia. I was down there and go to gregpalace.com. You'll see tons of my reports out of Georgia um, and uh, for Democracy Now! and, and other outlets. Um, you had a group called True the Vote, which was mass challenging voters of color. 20,000 voters in a single county they challenged on whatever cockamamie grounds. Now, all these things were thrown out by local elections boards and courts saying, number one, you have there's a limit to the number of voters you can challenge. You have to know who that voter is. You can't just say, oh, um, I don't like, uh, you know, I don't like Shane Stranahan here, <laughs> your producer. Um, he can't vote. Well, do you know Shane? No. Do you know why he can't vote? Have you ever met him? Well, how do you know he's an illegal voter? So what they did was they used ways of figuring out who it's not that difficult to figure out who was the voters they didn't like. They we know people's registration. We certainly know their color and their neighborhoods. And they were they challenged in one county, 20,000 voters under the And so that was thrown out. So they did two things. One, they made it legal to mount these challenges. And they say, oh, big deal. Then the voter just has to go into a hearing. It's like you've been called hauled into court on the basis of no evidence. And if you don't show up to this, take a day off work and show up because some white supremacist has tagged Jesse Jackson and said, you can't vote. And you say, oh, no, I can vote. And then they say, OK, well, you can vote. Well, excuse me. You just lost a day of work. And that's not everyone who is being targeted. And it's been racial. In addition, they used to leave that up to the elections boards to determine if a challenge was reasonable. And even, and I have to say, in all their, and due credit to some of the local boards, a lot of the local commissioners said, you can't challenge these voters. These are our neighbors. You have no basis for this. We don't have any illegal voters here. And so even Republican-controlled boards began to reject these challenges. So what has the legislature done? It says that the local boards no longer have the final say. It will now be up to the state elections board and the state elections board. They've removed the secretary of state. They've removed independent, the uh, independent members of the board. The board will now be made up of the legislative leaders of Georgia who are the, you know, the MAGA maggots. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're basically uh, Trump stormtroopers. There's no other way to put it. And they will be in charge of determining if those 20,000 people in a single county can be challenged. It's, so that's just, and, and like I said, it's 95 pages long. That's just the highlights of the horror show.